Have you been looking to take your life to that next level? To live the life that lights you up inside? Well, this is the place to be. My name's Rachel Chamley. I'm a mindset and manifesting coach, and this is my Manifesting Straight Talk podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I am going to be diving into your money relationship type and really what that is saying about you. So as a coach, I've worked with loads of people. And what I find is that underlying everything, they set these big goals for their life, they have these big dreams they want to manifest, they get everything really clear in the mind, and they start to work towards it, they start to get the mindset right, they start to shift things, they start to move the goals. But what they tend to do is they don't get the money mindset right. So when they think of the things that they want in their life and they think of these desires, they have these underlying money wounds that keep holding them back. These have built up over years, they've built up over generations in families. And these money wounds, these money stories are really, really powerful. And I'm going to talk to you today about how they play play out and how they stop you actually stepping into that dream life that you want. So you might have thought, I'm doing everything, my business is successful, my career is successful, I feel like I'm getting everything I want, but where is the money? You might have found that your business is taken off in loads of different areas, but you're just not feeling that benefit of the money being there yet. You're just not at that place where maybe you can step out of your day job or you can step into this new life because you're just waiting for this money to show up. Or you're in the most amazing career, you've went through the next ladder and the next ladder and the next ladder, and you're looking now at the last 10 years and where you've come and how much money you've actually made, and you're thinking, where has it gone? Where has it gone? What has happened to that money? Where? What do I spend it on? And you are not alone. This comes in for so many reasons and so many different underlying stories that we really need to address and clear out. Because money is energy, but it's a real energy that isn't, it doesn't have an energy of its own. It's not its own person, its own way of thinking, it is the energy that we reflect onto it. So energy is the money that we feed it. So if we're feeding it all these old stories, all these old trauma, and we do it all the time because we think of money as really transactional. We think of it as the thing that makes things happen, not the thing that we need to work with and nurture. So we often give money this real masculine energy where it's just about the transactional. It's just going to come in, go out. That's it. Job done. It's just something we have to have. It's something it's a must. It's a necessary evil. And that's how we treat it. But actually, money can give you that freedom. Money can give you that flow of life. Money can give you them options. Now, we always say money doesn't buy happiness. And it doesn't buy happiness, but it buys the things that makes you happier. It buys that option to go on them luxury holidays. It buys that option to protect and keep your family stable. It buys that option to create that lovely home that you want for your family. It gives you options that in turn make you happier. 
So if you've been manifesting this wonderful life and you have that dream house on the vision board and you have that car and you have that dream business, but you've been missing this necessary step around the money to get your money mindset in the right place, that is the gap that you need to bridge now. If you've been doing everything else and thinking, why isn't it coming? It's because you're shutting off this area of your life because of these old stories, because of these old things that we've potentially said to ourselves. Now, what happens is your subconscious mind has built up these stories and beliefs over years. They've built it up over times and it's built up to protect you. It's not doing you any harm in its own mind, but these protection layers are there. They're inbuilt, they're grained. So what happens is when you put that amazing millionaire house on your vision board and you put that dream car and you put them clients that you want to work with that are high end and yet you've got these subconscious beliefs that are old stories and old things going on, what's happening is you're sending that subconscious into a frenzy. Suddenly you're giving it things to think about that isn't in its remit of thought. You have totally turned it into a tailspin so imagine it like a thermostat you've suddenly got in the house thought oh my god it's freezing cold in here get the heating on turn the heating on full get it blasted up this is what we're doing we're putting these big dreams out there we are turning it up to a hundred degrees we are putting it up there and your subconscious mind is going what this is crazy so you're in this house Suddenly the heat starts to kick in. You're getting hotter and hotter and hotter till you're suddenly uncomfortable. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right. You're sweating. You're having hot flushes, palpitations. You're like, oh my God, I need to get the heat down. So you open the door. You're at the window. You're wafting the door. You're turning the heat down. You're getting that cold air back in. So suddenly you can feel comfortable again. And this is exactly what happens with these big money goals. When we set that vision board and we set that up and it's up there and it's the things that we're going for, your internal thermostat is going, "Ah, I'm not ready for that. I need to keep it back here. So you might have found this happen where you suddenly get loads of money and the next thing it's gone. That is you getting all this money and not in your mind being ready for it or feeling you deserve it. And then suddenly you've got to make it cold again. You've got to go back to where you were. This is the process that keeps happening and will keep happening until you level up your subconscious beliefs to where you need to attract this money in. So this is how we start the journey. We start to look at what are them old wounds? What are them old stories? What are they saying about me? Because what happens is your money relationship is often a reflection of your relationship with yourself. And I've broken this down into four categories and I've provided you with a money talks quiz. So you might listen to these four categories and think, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. But do the money talks quiz and find out which is your prominent one. You might have lots. Don't get me wrong. You might have all four, but you might have one major one that's really playing out for you. And it can give you the starter to start to turn things around. So in the Money Talks quiz, I talk about these four main types. So we've got Money Blamer, which definitely was me. 
I spent my whole life blaming money for everything. I used to blame it for arguments. I used to blame it for the relationship with my family, my siblings. I used to blame it for the relationship with my husband. I would blame it for the jobs I got stuck in. Everything was down to the money. I couldn't leave that job because of the money. I couldn't sort this argument out with my husband because he wasn't making the money we needed. It was always about the money. And it, it was always the money's fault. If the money just come, I would be happier. My life would be perfect. That was what I used to think because I was blaming money. So I was a money blamer. Now the next one, money shamer. This is them people who talk about money in the way that it's not about the money. My business is never about the money. It's about helping people. Who needs that much money in their life? These people who win the lottery, why would you want to win that much money? Who actually needs that? And then you talk about people with money in a negative way. So that person with money might not be nice. You might have heard this growing up all the time. People with money aren't nice. People with money do bad things. People with money are greedy. So that's a huge one. Then we've got money blower. So your money blowers are the ones who their thermostat goes up to 100. They get this money, they buy all this nice stuff, and then suddenly they need to get cold. And that's why they buy all the nice stuff. That's why they buy all the stuff that down the line, they don't even remember what they've actually bought, but they didn't feel that they could hold that money. They just needed to get rid of it as quick as it come in. So the people who's had these pay rises over time and then suddenly you're spending the same amount of money over and over again, it's like all gone. You're still waiting for that next paycheck. You're still waiting for that next client to book. You're still waiting for that next thing because you don't have enough, even though your money might have went up over time. Then you've got a money blocker. And this is the people who block it coming in. Block help, resist it. So someone offers you money, or oh, I don't want that much. Or someone, you're afraid of putting your prices up. You're afraid of talking to clients about what you charge. You, you're doing things for free over and over again. If you're a spiritual entrepreneur, you're probably doing energy exchanges. So you'll do a session for them and they'll do one back. It's constantly about not about the money. You don't talk about the money. You don't, you know, it's not an issue. You don't ask for help in your life. And this is the money blockers, the ones that are blocking it coming to them. You actually can't see any other way the money coming in a certain way. So you think about money, you think about these big dreams, but then you think of all the things you've got to do to create it, to earn it, to make it work. It's all down to you. You can't focus on letting the magic flow in. It's very much, it's down to you. You need to make it happen. And that's the money blocker. Now, if you think of these four categories, these really play out in the way that you treat yourself. So as a money blamer, I used to blame everyone, money for everyone's behavior. So there was issues that were going on with me and my husband that were down to me not expect me expecting more from him than he was providing. And instead of me having that conversation with him that I felt he could be doing more to support me and to value me and to be there for me, I was blaming the money. I was saying, well, it's not his fault. It's just what he earns or it's not his fault. It's just about what he's spent. It's not his fault. He needs to do that for him. 
all of this stuff where I was setting really low boundaries for myself because I didn't think I deserved more. I didn't think I deserved better. And I didn't think I was able to put that across because that would be me being selfish. It was never about him. It wasn't him doing anything wrong. It was always the money. Same with the jobs. I was stuck in these jobs. I was working for horrible bosses and I used to blame the money for the reason I was stuck. And yet I had a choice to leave and I had a choice to stand up to them bosses and I had a choice to set my boundaries of what I was worth. But I didn't believe that at my root core, so I couldn't do that. And that is why I blamed the money because I couldn't set them boundaries for myself. I couldn't put myself first. So think about that. Are you not putting yourself first? Are you feeling not good enough to do that? Do you feel not valued enough? Where does that come from? Because that is where the underlying root cause of being a money blamer. You blame the money because it's hiding the fact that you need to address the issues that are really going on. And you need to address the issues that you are giving out your power and not feeling like you can speak up. So think about how that's playing out with you in your life. Money shamer, you might have some real guilt around your desires. The fact that you want more, the fact that you think that there is more to life fills you with dread and thinks, who am I to think that? Who am I to want this life? I should be happy with what I have. Who am I to want to do more? Does this go through your head? Because you stop yourself by thinking, who am I? I shouldn't be so greedy. I shouldn't want more. I should be grateful for everything I have. And this is you saying you do not deserve more. This is you saying, filling yourself with guilt that your desires are wrong and shameful. And they're really, really not. You are allowed to desire. So think about how this money shamer is actually a reflection of what you feel about your true desires. Do you hold yourself back playing small because you are so ashamed the fact that you want more? You want more out of life, but that fills you with dread. You feel like that naughty little girl that's asking for more. It's like, please, can I have more, sir? More? No. That type of thing. You're allowed it. You're allowed to ask. You're allowed to want. You're allowed to dream. You're allowed to desire. So think about that, how that shame is playing out for you in that. Money blower is this whole thing around you don't deserve more. The universe could throw more at you. It could give you more resources. It could give you more money, but you don't deserve it. So you fill it with all this stuff that you think will make you happy, but really deep at the core, it's because you feel you you don't deserve. So you get rid of it. You get rid of all the money. You get rid of all the stuff because you don't deserve that higher level. You say things like, who am I to share my information with the world? And I used to be a money blamer, but I am now a money blower. So I deal with this internal battle all the time. And I constantly think, who am I to do this? I've went up my career. I've went up the ladder in my career. I've really had a successful career. And I still get that imposter syndrome and the doubt of saying, who am I to be doing this job? Who am I to be giving this advice to people? Who am I to be talking to execs about this? And it still creeps in. So that's because I don't feel that I deserve all of this stuff. I feel sometimes it's come on a whim. It's just been a bit of luck. It's been a bit of good, good luck that's come in. And this what might be going through your head as a money blower. 
Oh, I've just had a bit of good luck. You haven't had a bit of good luck. You deserve every step of it. You deserve all of it to flow and you deserve to keep it all. So think about that and how that is playing out in your life with the relationship with yourself. Money blocker. These are the fiercely independent people. Now, I used to be one of these as well. And like I said, you will have bits of each of these. They'll play out in different ways, but you'll have a prominent one that comes up more regular. So the money blocker is those people who resist help. They don't want anybody to help them because see that as a weakness. Asking for help is a weakness. It's all about them, the control they have over things. They like to know the how. They like to know every step of what's going to happen. They sometimes act a bit martyrish and don't really take that time to give themselves what they need. So these people who are resisting the help, they're doing everything for everyone else. They're everybody's saviour, but not keeping any of it for themselves because they're not willing to put themselves first. They're not willing to say they deserve it. They deserve to come first. Their energy, their time, their resources, their money is the most important thing. They're not willing to say that. It's always about everyone else. They have to do everything alone. And it's very isolating, very lonely and quite hard going when you're in that resisting thing. So really think about if that's where you are. And that can come from years worth of of trauma and events and feeling like you've got to do it alone. You've been left at that point where you really needed help and people weren't there for you. So now you've learned that people aren't going to be there for you. Money isn't going to be there for you. You've got to do it yourself. So it's really, really powerful when we start to explore this journey. And what I'm going to be doing in a few weeks is a money webinar. So it's step up and align with money. This is your chance to break free of these old wounds. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be giving you three tips to get you started to start attracting money to you fast. I'm going to give you my three top techniques that I use to start transforming my relationship with money and start changing the way I thought about this. So these are three things that you can apply to your life straight after that webinar and start attracting more money in. So please come and join me. All the links are in the show notes. But let me know if this one resonates with you because money is such a strong topic. It's something we've been told not to talk about. It's such a taboo. You know, don't share your income with anybody. Never ask somebody's income, that type of thing. We keep it like a dirty little secret. And we need to start talking about money in a safe space because it holds real traumatic wounds and stories that we need to clear out. So please come and join the Step Up and Align with Money webinar can't wait to see you there and I've also put in the show notes the details of the money talks quiz so I know you'll have been listening to this and resonating with some of them and going that is me that is me and what I would say is even if you've been working on your money mindset and doing traditional methods around money mindset brilliant you will have a lot of this going for you anyway but what you'll find is there'll still be that upper level of it So do the Money Talks quiz, see if any of it resonates with you and see if there's anything left to still clear out. Because as we grow with money and as our money story evolves, we tend to have new ones. 
Like I've said, I used to be, when I was in my lowest with money, and I'm talking law, debt management plans, the lot, lots and lots of debt. That was where I was. And I was a money blamer. But now I've started to do the work and now I've started to clear all of that and move all of that forward. Debt management plans are far, far memory for me. But now I've got different issues coming up. I've got the money blower coming into it. So think about it because they do change over time because there's still things underlying to clear out. So have a go, see what comes up for you pop your results into the Manifesting Straight Talk Facebook group. I would love to hear what you are, get some chat going about it, get to hear your stories around it. And then we're going to have the webinar in February. So make sure you sign up to that. All of the details are in the show notes and I can't wait to explore this one with you. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Catch me next week for more Manifesting Straight Talk with Rachel Chamley. See you then.